passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Bubba. Don't forget it's holiday season. And if you don't know what to get for a gift or a stocking stuffer, well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has all the tools to guarantee you that you win this year's stocking stuffer and or white elephant competition. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they've served over 4 million men worldwide. That's like 8 million balls, if my math is correct. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code Bubba. You know, Manscaped's best-selling product should be at the top of every man's wish list for this Christmas, and that's the Performance Package 4.0. Inside of that bad boy performance package, you're going to get the lawnmower body trimmer. As a matter of fact, I shaved my chest and arms and my pubes today with it. It's the best trimmer on the market for your balls, your butt, your body, and the weed whacker for your ears and your nose. You got to keep up on that or you're going to look old, buddy. And let's not forget their famous liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Keeping your balls fresh, fellas, is important. You never know when you're going to get some, I don't know, spur-of-the-moment action on those bad boys. Whether this is for your partner, your dad, your brother, your friend, get them something that they're actually going to use and might get a laugh or two out of it as well. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with promo code Bubba. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. Off the Rails show uh, for the year 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it's the uh, the standard. I cannot believe the year is over, but time just won't slow down for us now, will it? It's also the last Off the Rails show on Twitch. 
Yeah. Oh, on Twitch, right? Because yes. we're doing a double DP, right? Coming back for mm-hmm. the new year. That is correct. So get excited for that. We do have a Bubble 199 tonight. So make sure you tune in for that, 8 to 10 p.m. And I believe that as soon as the show is over, we are Audi. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Which is good. I fly out tomorrow to California, which I'm very excited about. I was at first a little apprehensive because I'm like, what am I going to do? I mean, I love seeing my dad and stuff, but I mean, like, there's, it's, I'm going to be there for 10 days, 10 whole days. Reached oh. out to, I have two contacts. Mm-hmm. One of them will not be in town. Okay. So I was like, all right. And then the second one, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, one of my best friends from childhood. Mm-hmm. And if I don't see her, then I'll just, uh, I guess, live at the gym, you know? Oh. I was going to call my mom yesterday. I, I decided not to, and I'm very glad I didn't because I was in somewhat of a combative mood. Okay. And sometimes I just want to, I'm, I'm feeling feisty. But here's the thing. You got to be feisty before like 6 p.m. You can't be trying to wind down, which is what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, I'll eat dinner. I'll do the dishes. And then I'll call my mom and see what the rules are Mm. in regards to. And by rules, I don't mean California state law. You mean your mom's rules. My mom's rules. Is the real Florida Stanley, is that us? A thousand bits or is that? Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I want to know what the rules are. And granted, I had been watching some some Rogan clips. Rogan? <laughs> of Dr. Peter McCullough, I want to say. And that's when I started texting Dan. I'm like, have you heard of this doctor? Because he's saying some some crazy, not crazy shit, shit that Dan would say, obviously. Okay. But this so guy, right. But, I mean, this guy has been putting research into covid and the vaccines and he was just saying that you know kind of saying that this was somewhat planned and they're not telling you the risks of the vaccine only you know the 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 positive effects that they want you to hear about and they should not be advertising this for children as apparently sanjay gupta went on on sesame street and was telling kids to get vaccinated and he's Mm -hmm. like he's like i wouldn't say that with any drug or anything like you don't just say tell people to do it you present the data very logical stuff you present the data and you may let people decide for themselves if they want to take the risk but anywho not if you're trying to push something you don't right so i'm watching this and i'm i'm getting fired up as i usually do which is not Mm. the move and so i was gonna be like hey mom what's the rule um, what's the rules? Cause I'm, I'm planning on getting a PCR test like on Tuesday okay. and hopefully get it back by the next day. But, um, mm. I'm like, so once I get the PCR test, does that mean I can't like go to the gym or what if I wear a mask at the gym? Like all these things, mm-hmm. I can't stay in a, in a, my dad's like townhouse for fucking four days and oh, not leave. Man. Like that's not going to, that's a long time. That's not going to be good for, you know, my, my, my mentals and my chickens and all that stuff. So I was feeling combative and I was like, oh, I want to call my mom and ask. But then I, I, I thought, I'm like, first off, that's not a nice call to make, Mm-mm. especially right before I'm supposed to see my mom. And secondly, I'm trying to go to bed soon. And I don't know about you guys, but if I get myself fly around me, if if I get myself worked up before bedtime, I'm not going to be able to sleep so well. Oh, that's my that's that's my problem. Yeah. And of course, yesterday there is. a What is going on? Do you see it? No. The no see him, I guess. But 
Um, if I get myself worked up before bedtime, I have trouble falling asleep. And yesterday I was supposed to go to bed early because I fucking could have. Mm-hmm. But, you know, much like we're all addicted to our phones, we just start watching some shit, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden it's like 10 o'clock. I'm like, what am I doing? Go the fuck to bed. But um, I'm excited for my 10-day retreat. What time did you actually go to bed? I, I was in bed at like 10.50. Oh, well, shit, I wasn't even home by then. Yeah, I know. I know you You decided to go to the gym. I went to the gym yesterday. It didn't go well. I went to the gym and then like by my gym they're having like some kind of concert hangout. So, so I stayed there for a while. So what time did you go to bed last night? Uh, like one thirty or 2. You're a fucking moron. No, I, I had shit to do. You went to bed at one thirty or 2 and you wake up at like... I got home at like 1. You're going to put yourself in an early grave, sir. I thought I was bad, but that's even worse. I was having fun. <clears throat> yeah, but still, I mean, just, you know what fun is? Is not hating yourself the next morning. As I'm saying this, and I was hurting all day. I'm fine. <laughs> I was chugging a fucking monster, and I'm, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with monsters. I don't agree with energy drinks, but here I am like, what am I going to do? I mean, they're going to sit here and be like miserable, or I'm going to fucking inject some caffeine in my veins and get this fucking party started, which is where we're at right now. So, mm. yeah. So, uh, Callie, for the next 10 days, I'm excited about it. A lot has happened. Over the, I'm going to put you on hold, call. I don't feel like taking the call right now. Um, I had my, I know we talked about it on the show, but I feel like we can, we can go a little bit more in depth now about the, uh, the, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu test, which is, here's the thing about taking something new when you're in your, when you're in your 30s. It's a, it's a constant, in any time, but especially when you're a little bit older and maybe you have a little bit more, or you think you have a little bit more confidence, mm-hmm. right? You're like, I know who the fuck I am. I'm not going to get railroaded because, uh, you know, I did bad in a class. Like, who cares? I'm not trying to be a UFC fighter. What's the deal? But it's a constant struggle every day between, like, Monday after class, I felt awesome. I'm like, that was great. I'm fucking progressing. Mm-hmm. Then Wednesday I take class, and I'm just like... I should quit. I suck. Like, I'm terrible. What's going on? You know, the instructor is trying to give me. I was just getting worked by the same girl, and I'm getting annoyed. I'm mm-hmm. like, how is she so much better than me? We've been taking pretty much the same amount of time. Am I an idiot? Am I a moron? And I go, well, maybe, but just, uh, like, be better. Work harder. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Started thinking about Michael Jordan. I'm like, Michael Jordan didn't make his basketball team. When he was in high school, and he just worked his ass off, and he became the best player ever. I could be, I could be jujitsu master. Not really, but I feel like that's the kind of that's the attitude you have to go. You know, when you're going yes, in there, yes. Like I can be better if I want to. I'm choosing not to be better, so I don't know. It's just a constant struggle. I feel like I'm constantly on the on the precipice of like a, a of a, a mental breakdown. I'll feel really. Here's the thing about like my self-confidence and maybe you guys can relate i don't know i've heard i'm pretty relatable you could be feeling fucking awesome and then like kevin hazel will come in mm-hmm. and be like oh you haven't you haven't paid off your car i'm like no. how much you oh you just say well let's just buy you a new car <laughs> and by buy you a new car he means you need to fund it all I was just like, uh, uh, no. And then I started answering questions that I shouldn't have. I should have said, hey, that's private information, bud. But I just started spewing stuff because when Kevin asks you a question, you fucking answer the question. No, you don't. I know. I shouldn't have. But whatever. So then, and then I had myself all, literally 24 hours prior, I was feeling fucking awesome. I'm like, (laughs) I'm the best. This is great. I'm killing it. I'm trying new things. I got hobbies now. 
I'm a big fan of hobbies, which is something that we lost, you know, somewhere on the line of mm-hmm. uh, young adulthood or late adolescence. You, you graduate high school, you get into college, and then you become like an adult, say, when you get your first job. Mm-hmm. And then you just don't have hobbies anymore. It, nobody speak for yourself uh, i mean some people do a lot of people don't though a lot of people are like uh, and here's the thing here's the thing is i don't think working out counts as a hobby it doesn't yeah like if you're part of if you're like doing crossfit like if you're part of a cl- like a specific club where yeah. you compete or something that's more hobby ish right but if you are just like i do the elliptical like <laughs> the elliptical is not a hobby so being in my 30s now I was like, well, fuck, I don't have the, f- the family. I don't have the kids. Mm-hmm. Not that I necessarily want them. I don't think I do. But I'm like, I got to get some more hobbies. I got to get shit to, to t- I want to be a more interesting person. Is it weird that that sometimes is the goal? Um, Yeah. To, like, the goal for me is to be more interesting. Yeah, who, like. Like, who cares? I have some hobbies that I do because I like doing them. I don't get, like, and some of them are, like nerd hobbies that people are like what the fuck but like i don't give a shit i do it because i like to do it. i don't give a fuck what, what other people think about it like i don't do it to be interesting to anybody else i do it because i like doing it but it, the, here's the thing i like being an interesting person and but, like having being able to connect with different people like i did it for me obviously mm-hmm. but i like the idea of being an interesting person like being a compelling interesting person sure <clears throat> that it has like oh yeah I, I like the, like the instructor was talking about something he's like who's been to Australia I'm like I have like I was like okay that's yeah, cool that's, that's cool like that is cool I've done the traveling a little bit not as much as I'd like to but whatever Still, just some traveling some most. crazy shit college I've done the yoga like there's so many different things I feel like I'm trying to do so I can relate to other people and also just get the experience for myself. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's why I intrinsically value being, you know, trying to be somewhat cultured. Sure. Now, that doesn't mean appreciating culture. That's something different. That's Correct. something I don't have. I appreciate it on the surface. Mm. Like, if I walk into an Asian person's home, I'll take my shoes off. But I'm Asian in that way. I was raised in an Asian home in that way. But I was like, you take those shoes off. Yeah. Now, we didn't eat, like, dogs. But, you know. You sure? Yeah. But we did take our shoes off. We did. Ha- I did live in a very clean environment at home where it was like it had to be kind of particular. Messy is different, mm. but yeah. They call it, they, I mean, there's a term for that, though. Oh, OCD? Yeah, OCD. Crazy? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when people compliment me on my discipline, which I did not have yesterday, but on my discipline, especially like with, you know, the way that I eat or, or working out and they're like, oh, you're so disciplined. You're so, you're so motivated. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm mentally unwell. <laughs> right. I'm sick. I was, I was in therapy for this. <laughs> That's, that'll fuck you up. I was in therapy for this. I was on fucking Prozac for a couple of years. Cause I had a problem uh, with my OCD. I still do, but I, I decided to take myself off the meds because fuck big pharma. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Xanax. That's great. They can keep making that. That's no problem. But yeah, it really is good. Yeah. But everything else can go fuck itself. But, uh, yeah, so when people c- uh, commend me or compliment me on, on my discipline, I'm like, th- that's a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. I-, I have a mental disorder. But on the surface, it looks like I have my shit together. But I'm motivated by fear. Like, oh, you're so skinny. Yeah, because I throw up every day. I did that as well. I'm uh, sure. there was uh, There was many years where, and it was weird because y- you look up bulimia and you're like, well, obviously you're throwing up. But then you have to meet like a frequency requirement in order to have it. Okay. If you throw up once a year because you're feeling fat, you don't technically have bulimia. Once a year, that's nothing. Right. 
But if you're, but so then they'll t- like in the DSM, it'll tell you the frequency, and it's right. relatively arbitrary. Sure, you know, because if you're throwing up, if it's like four times a week, and you're doing th- throwing up three times a week, yeah, because you, you have eat, a problem. Yeah, but I only eat three times, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I, I definitely would say if I were to diagnose myself, which I, I have Raynaud's, obviously that's not a mental thing. That's a physical thing. Well, But uh, yeah, I've definitely dabbled. I never dabbled in anorexia, but definitely orthorexia. Like some foods were just completely off limits. I would never even just like look at them because they make me fat. Okay. Overexercising, shit like that. Sure. Um, dabbled in bulimia for a sec because you can you can have the pleasure of eating. You can appear normal were, on the you outside. Were a, you were an amateur in bulimia. Yeah, yeah. I never quite quite got the black belt in bulimia, but I was I was a blue belt. <laughs> you, you, had, you had a few strips. <laughs> Some strips. <laughs> it's a stripe, idiot. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. Love you. <laughs> I'm like it's not a whitening strip. What the fuck. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, going back to 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 culture. It's funny because, like, I do have, I like learning about cultures, but I think they're all stupid. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I, th- I I think I have the least amount of appreciation for that most people do have an appreciation for is tradition. I realized that mm. over the last several years, but um, I was talking to uh, my buddy Will, who I talk about, uh, you know, we, we, we did a podcast and we started getting on the the topic of of marriage because our friends Johnny B and okay. Leah have recently gotten engaged and mm-hmm. I was there for the proposal, which was cool. And um, Will was saying how he thought it was kind of a bitch move when men get on one knee. Hmm. And I go, wow, I've, I, you know, I've really haven't examined that, but I think you're kind of right. Cause sometimes we just, things that are in our society, it just, because it kind of is in the fabric of all that we know, we don't really question it or yeah, it doesn't seem it just weird seems okay but then you see like you know something that they do in vietnam or something you're like that's that's so weird why yeah. do you do that right but to them it's like well that's just how we do things and i was yeah. like that's a good point will like a guy gets on one knee well first he asks her father we if talked it's about okay. we talked about that as oh, well okay. but yeah so the neat thing is i'm like that kind of looks like a bag and he's like it's kind of a bitch move i'm like it is kind of a bitch move i yeah i mean it's Supposedly seen as a more respectful thing, but yeah, well, not not in my eyes, not my astigmatism. That looks like a fucking bitch move. And then the the yeah, the asking the the not only the the family but the father. So if you specifically, ever asked, you just want someone to slap you, push you down, and throw a ring at you, and go here, bitch. Um, I don't know if I wanted them to push me down. I don't want no, them to pull like a Zach Stacy on me and throw me into well, a TV. He says it was her fault. I know. He said it was like a hoax or something. I'm like, she, listen, she Jesse Smollett. She set him up. <laughs> to hit her? That's what he said. So he, he basically said he's just like, She's she made him, him angry? <laughs> she was cheating on him and she set him up to, to do all that. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, Jesse Smollett. Thank you so much. We've already Juicy seen. Smollett. Juicy Smollett. Chris Rock had a great bit about that, but... um. Yeah, so yeah, that's kind of a a little bit of a bitch move if you kind of zoom out a little bit. The asking the father for the daughter's hand in marriage. Yeah, that goes back to, you know, when women were property or as Blitz and Bubba would say, the good old days, which is fine. When women were property. Still are. And I get it's like a tradition. That's what things are is like it'll it'll be... They'll have a, a like a more clear reason for it. For example, women are property, or uh, you know, you get circumcised because it's it's cleanly or mm-hmm. whatever. But then Looks it just better. becomes tradition, you know. And then yeah. it kind of just you accept it because that's how we've always done it, Correct. sort of a thing. 
that would I would be so fucking livid if I found out that someone was trying to propose to me and they asked my dad. I'm like, are you trying to fuck my dad? Right. I don't belong to him. Right. I'm me. Ask me. Yeah. I will let him know once I get engaged. Well, I mean, and plus at that like. At that point, you should know, like, hey, the dad likes me enough to, like, be blah, blah, blah. It doesn't even fucking matter. I know it doesn't. But, like, if you're into that whole, like, fa- if you're into the whole family thing. Get. <laughs> I even say that on here? Probably not. No, you can't. Um, I'm glad I saw myself. Uh, so that was another aspect where it's like, why would you, don't ask, do not ask my father for anything about my life. This right. is my life. Exactly. You know, that, and then also we talked about the changing of the last names, which will seem to be sort of surprised because he thinks that that's kind of like a, um, like a, like a feminist flex. The not changing? Yeah. It is. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I there are things that I overlap with on feminists, and I wouldn't call myself not a feminist. I, I, how do how are we defining like what's feminism? That women should be treated equally? Like then everyone should be well, it's a not feminist. Crazy. But right. But then if it's like men suck, and I don't even really know the actual definition. It's just kind of like what comes to mind, which is people who aren't fun and can't take jokes. Pretty much. Right. Now, if that's the definition, then I'm certainly not that. I mean, I consider myself like a humanist, but here's the thing. He's like, so why, you know, why wouldn't you change your name? And I'm like, why is that so, like, why, you see the, the, the father asking the father the property thing. You understand the, uh, the, the one knee is kind of looks like a bitch move. Mm-hmm. Me, cha- me changing my name is kind of a bitch move, I think. And he's like, but here's the thing. You got your last name from your dad, and your dad got his last name from his dad, and his. I go, I don't give a fuck where it came from. Names are arbitrary. You just ran, you get one randomly. You just get born and get a name. Okay. But it's now my name. I claim it as my own. I don't want to change it. I quite like it. It's it's part of my identity. I go, do you want to change your name? And he well, and he said, yeah, because his name, his last name is stupid and it's hard to spell. <laughs> right. Coots and spelled with a C and not as. It's very confusing. But anybody else, like, for example, like, would you like to change your last name? Would you like to change your name? I'm a man. Why would I change my name? Right. Yeah. If getting on your knees a bitch move, changing your last name as a man is definitely a fucking bitch move. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to change my name. I, I think that's a bitch move. It's my fucking name. You change your name, bitch. Hell. I don't want to go do that. Mm-mm. Some people, and here's the thing, a lot of people who... You know, they claim to be feminist, but then they get into their 30s and they get engaged and they get married and they cannot wait to be Mrs. Mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. which is great. That's cool. But like, I'm like, no, like, go fuck yourself. Right. Now, if we had if I had a child like you can we can we can flow with tradition. I'm not going to do the hyphenated bullshit. No. If the kid. The, do you like, think any of that's part of the whole like you're afraid to be locked down and it's it'd be harder to leave if your name is changed and all that? It's a pain in the ass, but it, I mean, you could get it. It's just paperwork. So no, Okay. but it's just, uh, it's to me, it's like, it's an identity thing. Part, like part, and maybe I shouldn't be defined by my name and I don't think that I am, but it, like, especially being, I'm not like a media superstar, but like, I'm kind of trying to make a name for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I could do the thing where it's like a stage name. My maiden name is a stage right. name and That's then I legally common. change it mm-hmm. to something else. 
but also like fuck that like no i don't want to i don't want to change i'm just mm. a person you're just a person why do i have to change why does it always have to be the the woman and and that's and i even hate saying that i'm a little cringy because it sounds like a, sure. a feminist talking point and it is it's a feminist talking point but at the same but i'm not even thinking about it in terms like that like i'm a person you're a person why do i have to change why mm-hmm. don't you change because mm-hmm. i'm the man i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck that's how I feel about the matter. Eight one three ninety bubble. We'll take a call. Who's this? Exactly. Oh, the best. Exactly. They're like, oh, this bitch is going on a feminist rant. Mm-hmm. No thanks. All, all I'm, I'm leaving. Change your name to this bitch. Yeah. The metaverse shit has me all fucked up. Oh, now you want to call back? No, go fuck yourself. I'll put you on hold. The metaverse stuff. Been, that's been on my mind lately because much like Bubba was talking about, I, you know, we kind of want to be on the on the first wave of this bullshit. Well, too late. But it's getting dumber and dumber. It it really is. Do you think we're we're heading into a space where technology is it is mostly hurting us at this point? Um, and and that's really hard to measure, obviously, because it's like what are the metrics? But and what yeah, and what do you consider technology? Like electricity. And yes, I mean, all of that. But I mean, are, do you think we're at a point right now with technology given like phones and, and communications? And like, if you take all of that into consideration, like at this point, w- like things are uh, pretty much as convenient as they can be before it starts to really take its toll on on humanity, on our on our psyche, on our well-being, on things like that. Yes. I think we're, I think we're in the da- downhill. See, spiral. I know, like I know this sounds douchey, but like I liked it back in the day when it was like you had to really know what you were doing to be, even get on BBSs that could get on BBW online. So, like, what was, what was like the 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 best year? Like, would you say like the technology? When do you think people were the happiest in, in terms of like technology? So, like in 1995, for example, if you were to go into a bar, no one had a cell phone. I wouldn't say no one, but pretty, but pretty much, yeah. I mean, a, no one had a smartphone. No, like if you had a fucking flip or something, you can't really. You weren't looking at porn. You couldn't mm-hmm. look at uh, social media. There wasn't any. Right. But like, not, you go into a bar in 1995, and people are communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. Kids are playing outside. You know, comedians I, can talk shit because they not everyone had their phone out recording them. Right, that sort of thing. But you know, you still had cell phones or not cell phone, but like you could still talk on the phone. You had cars, mm-hmm. you had all the stuff. It was it was like pretty advanced. But you didn't have you didn't have smartphones and stuff, which it, they're fantastic. Like in terms of information, of course, and how fast you can get it and and look up answers to things and and whatnot. Shazam and, stuff. Sh- oh, we'll get into that. My favorite feature. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people were happier because they were more connected. Uh, probably. But, but now. But here's the thing is ahead. people have dumbed down enough now where like they don't know they're not happy. They think this is great. and that, That's all they've ever known. Especially like. Gen Z and stuff. I've been talking to a few younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, UT chicks. Yeah. Yeah. And like literally they sit on their like they're on their phone all the time like talking to their friends and like doing snapchat and like that's all that's all they know and like they're happy because that's like that's what they are they don't they don't know any different right they don't know anything else you know rachel said something to me that was kind of crazy uh the other day she said um i really admire that you're like not always on your phone Mm -hmm. i was like i am always on my phone she goes no you're not i know she goes no you're not she's like you 
you'll put your phone down on like the table and like just walk away for like an hour. And oh, I yeah, do that's sometimes. Un- that's unheard of. Uh, or, like, or if you have a conversation with somebody, you put it down and don't pick it up until yeah. the conversation's over or at a point where it's like slowing down or there's mm-hmm, a lull mm-hmm. or I'm or I'll even say like I'm expecting that's a different. call from something. Of course. But um I'm I'm at the point it's like I, I wish I could like leave my phone somewhere and like be gone for the day. Yeah. But I can't because there's always stuff, especially mainly for here, always going on. Like if Bubba texts you. It's things going wrong. If, if it's Saturday at 9 p.m. and Bubba texts you, he wants an answer right away. Right. And not having your phone is not an answer. Right, right. I mean, there's times where like I'm in the woods and I don't have service for a little while, but. Yeah. And you kind of got to give those people a heads up like, hey, I'm not going to be available. Sometimes. So um, she's like, yeah, no, I, I've seen you many times. She's like, you'll just put your phone down, walk away, and just do something for like an hour, you know, mm-hmm. to clean or whatnot, and then just return to it. Mm-hmm. She, she goes, I don't do that. Right. And I'm like, holy shit, because I didn't see my phone, because I left it at home that one day, yeah. and I didn't check it at all in the, that morning, because I'm like, yeah, I try to not look at it in the morning. I've been pretty bad about it lately, but that day, Wednesday, I was like, you know what? I don't need to look at the phone right mm-hmm. now, like at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll just check it when I get to work. Well, I left it at home, so I didn't see it probably for like a total of, I don't know, 14 hours or something. That's a long time. And I came back and, you know, I had, you know, Jim Brewer texting me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. You know, I'm get, and I told I told her, hey, and, and Rachel texted me and I'm like, so I just told her, I'm like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have my phone for whatever. And it, it felt a little bit like a phantom limb syndrome yeah. where I went to go check in and wasn't there. But mm-hmm. I, I was fine. Like, I was totally fine. Sure. Totally fine. Because I'm like, what am I going to do? I can't get it. What are you going to do? Um, I saw you like at the end of the show, you were scratching your face like, I gotta get home. I gotta get home. Yeah, I gotta get home. a little bit. No, not, not even. I wasn't even like in a rush to get home. I like went to grocery shopping. I was totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told her and she goes, yeah, like, you know, you're really good about that. I'd be freaking out. I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, you, you don't look at your phone. I'm like, I, but here's the thing. I think I'm on my phone way too much. And she goes, she and, goes, no. And when she said, no, you're not, I went, oh shit, I'm really bad. And there are people that are fucking way worse than so, me. So that's what I was gonna say. You are bad because you're, you're We're always, all bad, but yeah. Oh, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm on the same boat, but like, because mm. you're always like, you like live on Instagram and that kind of stuff. I'm addicted to it. Yeah. I hate it. Go ahead. Um, but like literally there's people that are in their, especially the, in like their early 20s uh, that are, it's this all day long. Yeah. All day long. Yeah, you're right. And there are times, uh, especially like when I go out uh, like for a walk or something like that, I just want to. Takes it. And sometimes I'll walk for you know two hours, three hours. I won't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't want to see it. Because yep. once you have it, then you start checking it. But yes. if you know you don't have it, then you just go, fuck it. I'm going to just live in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the phone. And then when you return to the phone, you kind of get a big dopamine hit, a big dopamine rush, because you haven't seen it in a while. Yep. And you go, oh, that's nice. And you realize, wow, I really don't need this. And if there's an emergency, well, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. If if I break my leg, I'm there's going to be someone with a cell phone around <laughs> right. me that can help me. One of these Call nine one one of these other idiots that are attached to their phone will be around here. Yeah, exactly. And and I like the fact that I you know kind of forcing a detachment a little bit mm-hmm. is very. I think it's really good. When and, I go on my walks, I I try to like okay like okay I'm checking my phone in the pocket and then like if I see something like hey I want to take a picture of it I'll take it out and take a picture. But I try to leave it in my pocket or not look at it like the entire time. Just like pretend like it's not there. Basically, I'm not. I don't have it out like scrolling and look. I don't do any of that. Yeah, but even I, I, I hate taking pictures and being. And I know. I, and it's funny because like we have to do it for our job. Mm-hmm. 
But I really, I hate it. It takes you out of the moment. You know, you're experiencing yep. something and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, let me just scroll. And oh, I remember that time. Oh, is that a memory? Oh, I hate that guy. You know, whatever the case may be. Right. Just kind of takes you out. It, it kind of dictates your thoughts, and instead of allowing your 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 mind to just wander and look at things and ponder stuff, you start reacting to shit that you're seeing on your mm-hmm. phone. I didn't want to look at that. Now I am. Fucking sucks. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Tampa Terrier. Of course it is. What's up? Just have a couple things I wanted to comment on that you were talking about there. Um, first of all, I just want to say it was a great week of shows, and not because I know this is the last live afternoon daytime show of the year thank you for a great year of shows thank you tampa terry and i also think that technology has peaked and it's going too far and one of the things that made me notice that was um my older i like my older iphone better than the new one brother because the new one it doesn't have the thumbprint unlocker and it has different swiping gestures and it has it's all Mm -hmm. the settings are different it's just they just made up all this new stuff and took away useful stuff, and it's not about being useful anymore. They're just making all this dumb liberal shit and sticking it in all these phones and the Facebook bullshit. <laughs> and, yeah, techn- I think the Internet was better before um, social media too, brother. Yeah. Um, and on the other thing you were talking about, um, do you think you'll ever get married, Anna? No. Hey, did you watch well, the new, did you watch the new South Park? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, because they they have a, a Canadian interpreter that comes on for a minute. I didn't know what you thought about that. Well, <laughs> I I don't even want to give South Park the time of day, brother, because I don't expect you Americans to even recognize this. But South Park is one of the biggest distributors of anti-Canadian propaganda since the 1990s. You got that right, buddy. Their portrayals of Canadians Nickelback have did done that. Not South more Park. damage to my country and to my people okay. than any other. I blame Celine Dion. I love her. You shut your fucking mouth. South Park has damaged my Celine people Dion. and my country. Okay. And I, um, you know, I, I can't endorse that. But I was, I heard, um, uh, you know, um, so I heard uh, you talking about you marriage and the last names and stuff. And um, I heard you talking about that. Blake and County um, for life donated some cash, twenty bucks. My um girlfriend, yeah, that's good. That's is, good. Yeah, let's just go is, with that. <sighs> All right, thank you. Thanks for calling. Christ, hello, who's this? Hey guys, it's Matt. Track meet, whatever. Hey, just want to call and wish y'all a merry Christmas, thank happy you. New Year, because we won't talk to you guys. Um, You'll see, you're here, here from Blitz. Yeah, honestly, yeah, 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 skipping town. I'm peacing yeah. out. Well, notify me if I put the notifications on and all that crap. Yeah. On my phone. Okay, cool. It should, it should, I mean. Just want to touch on, like, a couple little quick things. I'll make it fast like usual. One, uh, you're going to race, or Tyler's always going to race car, and I race a lot and stuff, blah, blah. I got a video of uh, the guy that owns that place getting punched in the face, like, two, three weeks ago for crashing somebody at a track. Pretty sweet. The guy's kind of arrogant. Nice guy. I don't have a problem. Other people do. Um, Which The other track? thing is you guys are talking. Uh, what track? Yeah. It was at 417 Speedway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrecked Nick Neary, and Nick Neary's dad, oh, probably shit, about 60 years old, when they punched him in the face. Yeah, anyway. But uh, 
You guys are talking about that metaverse stuff and the yeah, fuck Bitcoin that place. Like, it's a fake place. Yeah, well, <laughs> like got him. Mean, if you thought <laughs> you thought South Tampa was fake, just <laughs> wait till you see the metaverse where you can buy fake fucking land and buy a fake fucking donut from a fake fucking bakery. Well, we're gonna put asshole pictures all over it. Yeah, start a fake college, right? So anyway, yeah. Here's the thing. Oh, uh, like you know what it is? It's about as real as Tampa University, St. Leo. Yeah, there you go. And Your it's University of Tampa. University of Tampa. Well, people. Here's the thing. People with money, they start a company. Say they start Bitcoin or they start the metaverse. Yeah. They got a little bit of money. They get somebody else to throw money into it. They say it's not a Ponzi scheme, but once they get enough people to throw their money into it, they jump out leave you with all your money losing so it's not a ponzi scheme because you took the risk but at the same time it is they just want to pump it up pump it up get everybody in and then dump you guys that's exactly that's how, it works. how that works yeah. you think it's a ponzi yeah. scheme i i think it's like it's not like i don't know how you're saying it's posi but it's like influencers they take all these influencers and they say bitcoin, bitcoin bitcoin and then ponzi. they talk all of us oh like what they did with firefest where they're like mm-hmm. they got all these yeah. hot models to pump it up and then everyone's like firefest can be awesome and then it was literally like a uh, cat five storm hit the place yeah. they had no fema needed to come in and save all the people these guys just start this shit like this is the most fucking ridiculous shit ever but if we fucking tell everyone it's cool and get them to spend a bunch of money then we can get the fuck out and we don't like hey. then it can crash Exactly. Uh, yeah. Because I used to take stock classes, and there, there, it's 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 just like gambling. Stock class. But you, you, yeah, stock. Uh, um, I used when I was a kid. Ba- my dad used to take me to training school. <laughs> well, because I got kicked out of school. I'm sorry, man. I got kicked out. And my dad couldn't leave me at home, so he had to take me all this stock trading schools, and we got to go to Chicago and seminars, all that bull crap. Anyway, but y'all have fun. Just wanted okay, to touch great. on that. Thank you. All right, have, have, have a, a very one. Merry Christmas. Thank, thanks, Winter solstice, whatever the fuck you celebrate, I yeah. don't care. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. I've never even met a black person that celebrated Kwanzaa. It's a fake holiday. Mm. Fake. Just like the metaverse. <laughs> Just like everything. The metaverse makes me very angry because I think Kevin is, I know Kevin is right. I know that that's, mm. you're, we're going to have trading cards that you can't touch that look like you fucking, you know. 12 pixels of bullshit mm-hmm. and it's a half a million dollars half <laughs> so a million dollars it's so fucking stupid but it's like what's hot you that know South Park shit's funny They're like oh my god what's that like it's a turtle with wings quick we need that one yeah talks about nfts yeah it, i just i'm just now be- here's the thing i feel like i am i'm sprinting and i'm just staying in place you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm running as fast as i can I'm trying to, I've, I finally have accepted and adopted and I, I'm learning about cryptocurrency and I barely have a hold on it, but I feel like I have a better grip than than most, mm-hmm. which is not many, but whatever. I'm watching videos. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to understand and I'm trying to understand why it's important and why it's going in that direction. Fine. Then it was like NFTs. I started hearing about NFTs. I started, I, I was, there was a time where I was watching a lot of Logan Paul, his mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. and he was talking about NFTs and he's big into like Pokemon NFTs. Right. Well, that's, and they like, all what look the like fuck? that. Right. So I was like, what is that? I don't understand what an NFT, non-fungible token. Okay. And then I remember bringing it up on the show and then Bubble started was like, oh, we got to get into NFTs. After I brought, after I brought it to the show, then you were like, oh, we'll talk about this. Okay. And then um, I'm I'm, bar- I'm barely yeah I, joke stealer and then <laughs> I was I'm barely getting a grip on NFTs okay and then all of a sudden I wake up one day and they're talking about the fucking metaverse I'm like what the fuck is a metaverse mm-hmm. and then Kevin is talking about buying real estate not only in ha- of houses that people can actually live in. 
but in fake houses, in fake places that don't exist except online in the digital sphere. And that made me very upset because about, I can't keep learning new shit. Well, here's the thing about like... It's annoying. Real property, there's only so much of it. Digital property, they just go click, 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 and like all of a sudden there's way more. Motherfucker, did you see this shit? Someone sent it to me, but I also saw it on Drudge. Hang tight, it's coming. Apparently there's been... There's been a complaint made in the metaverse. Oh. It has a groping problem. People are getting gro- fake groped. Oh. Fake sexually harassed in a place that doesn't exist. Oh. Um, a woman was sexually harassed on Meta's VR social media platform. She's not the first and won't be the last. So I guess there's like some beta testing, blah, blah. Mason Hod, 2000 bits. Thank you. A beta tester reported something deeply, deeply troubling. She had been groped by a stranger. That's not deeply troubling. Fucking a kid is deeply troubling. Bro, you're getting aver- your ass your, slapped your isn't deeply troubling. Got harassed. I'm not saying you should fucking grab ass. I've had my ass grabbed. Obviously, when you have a huge juicy dumper, it happens sometimes. Yeah. Not as much as he used to. Not that it ever really happened that much, but he was usually in like crowded spaces where you couldn't really, you know, pinpoint who it was. Mm-hmm. But this woman was fake sexually harassed and to the point where she felt the need to uh, report it. Now, I don't know. Maybe she to just... To who? Re- the virtual police? Well, here's the thing. It, she's part of a beta testing group. So I guess you're supposed to like report your experience maybe. Yeah. And she's like, hey, like someone touched, someone beamed at me in a okay. fake place. A fake person fake beamed at me and I'm I'm having trouble falling asleep at night. going to report to the fake police. Is there going to be like a Me Too movement in the goddamn fucking metaverse? Yeah, fake Me Too movement. Some guy raped me. So I, I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, could you have just like gotten away and put the controller down and gotten a snack? Did you yes. see what you were virtually wearing? <laughs> you were virtually You're asking a fucking for virtual it. hoe. You were virtually fucking asking virtual for slut. Asking for it. Yes, yes. I think that you should have been raped behind that fake dumpster. Mm -hmm. You fucking fake whore. But that's really where we're getting to where real life and and virtual life are now becoming intertwined. I I heard Elon Musk is thinking that there's going to be chips in people's brains by the end of next year. Yeah, because he wants to do it. Listen. I, I like Elon just as much as the next person. You know, I get he's like a fucking entrepreneurial rock star. I get that. But the man is fucking weird. He's a fucking weirdo. He is a weirdo. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Okay, so let's not... I, I don't... Here's the thing. I wouldn't say that he's an expert on happiness. Can we call him trailer trash now? Why? That's where he lives in a trailer. That's true. He, he's the richest man in the world, and he lives in a trailer right there. You should go... In Texas. Uh, Yeah, in Austin, Texas. This guy is mentally unwell. Should mm. we really be using him as a role model? No, definitely not. Like I, I like, I, I like the guy. I think he's funny. Like yeah. the shit he does, how he trolls people, is fucking hilarious. Right. But he should not be a role model. No. Um. Well, it depends what like what what role model like. What are you after? Like, if happiness is the goal, then I probably would not say Elon is your guy. He doesn't look happy to me. <laughs> No, but he's also has, you know, he's a little... Yeah, he's got issues. He's got issues. He's a fucking (laughs) robot, you know? Yeah. People that talk like... You know how they say dogs um, resemble their owner sort of Mm -hmm. a thing? I mean, I feel like people... that Sometimes that happens with people and their interests. Like Lex Friedman talks like... Oh, my God. 
lot of dogs like a robot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you think, you, you know, maybe I'm, but it's really them. Like, they're super smart. Like, Michio Kaku, who I was watching the other day. Yeah, I saw him laughing my ass off because yeah. of the Jim Norton thing. Yep. Um, apparently, him and Jim Norton, Michio Kaku's like an, what, a quantum physicist? Yes. I wasn't sure if he was Astro. I'm thinking he's quantum, string he theory quantum. guy. Yeah, yeah. String, yep, string theory. I saw him on uh, Ears podcast. Okay, yeah, I saw Impact I, Theory. I didn't watch it, but I saw him on there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, here's the thing Jim Norton, who's a comedian, who's on ONA. Is it that one he posted with like a bunch of different people and he was on like part of it? Yes. Okay, it was yeah. a compilation. Okay, that's what yes, it was. Yeah. Yes. It was it was something about like hard work. I think I turned it off after minute three. I'm like, fuck this. I, t- <laughs> I actually turned, hold on. The the thumbnail has Michu Kaku in yeah, it. Yeah, so I clicked on it. Me too. And I scrolled through it trying to find him. After like three times, I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. It, it was, well, That's it was, exactly it was like the second guy. Like the first guy is like some fucking simp. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. We don't say that here. Keep going. You can't say that? Nope. Keep going. Oh, my bad. Um, and the, uh, then it was Michio Kaku and he started talking about some shit and it was, listen, like, uh, it's all this like how to work hard stuff. It's like, bitch, I know how to work hard. Just do something and just don't stop doing it. Yeah. Don't give up. But then I gave up on that video because I was like, fuck this video. It's stupid. But Michio Kaku, apparently, he lived in the same complex, like apartment complex in New York City as Jim Norton. Mm-hmm. And apparently he could not remember Jim Norton's face. So every day he just thought that this guy was like, you know, following him home or harassing him. Jim Norton him. has a unique look. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a fucking weirdo, but he does have a unique look. And he would say hi to him. And every time that he Jim Norton would say hi to Michio Kaku, he'd be like, oh, like he'd be like all f- freaked out. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, the guy can remember formula after formula. He can't remember my face. Mm-hmm. So he did, he did this whole bit. It was like 20 minutes. It was so fucking funny about how he just keeps scaring this like uh, quantum physicist because he's he's so he's so smart in some ways and and so in other ways. Oh, for sure. Now I feel like we all are. That's but... why I like people like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, because a nice he's, blend. Yeah, he's very smart, but he's also like it's rare, well rounded. It's because if you're when you're really smart, and I've I've often thought about this because I, I like to watch stuff on, I I I don't know what channel it would be on. I like Discovery or History, but you know where where they show like the smartest people on the planet, like the crazy IQs, like something mm-hmm. like two twenty, which I don't even know if that's a thing. But you know, it'd be like some guy in Japan who I don't know invented the Rubik's cube, sort of thing, right? And um, like, and and at first you like almost admire them because you're like, wow, they're like really, really gifted. They're they're like Michael, the Michael Jordan of chess or mm-hmm. whatever. But then I wonder what it would be like to be that smart. Like, what kind of extra powers you would have? And when you're on a level that like nobody else can even compete with, it, it's it's like you can't relate to anybody, right? And you have interests that probably nobody has interest in because mm-hmm. you have just this ability to. Most things that people find either tedious and monotonous, boring, or just you I mean, know, I find too it's difficult. really a burden for me. Oh, yeah, right. I don't even know why I'm speculating. I could just ask you. Right, it's it's a huge burden I carry every day. But I feel like when you're that brilliant, you have to be deficient in other areas. De- oh, definitely. It, like you think so? Because like well, the brain on. is only it definitely is. That's why someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson sticks out because he's more normal than the than the rest of the super smart people. Because like it's. It's weird to see a normal person be that smart. Yeah. Because you never see it. Right. But then it's like, is he really, I mean, I know he's exceptionally bright, but he's not like that top tier. No. Because I feel like those people, you have to be unrelatable. Yeah, I think so. Because they're just on a different, they're literally on a different planet. 
Mm-hmm. And I would like to just experience what they're experiencing. I don't think that those people are happier. If anything, I, th- I think that they feel isolated because they don't know, like, they can, no one can really relate to that. I feel like you almost have to have, you have to be on a spectrum to be that smart. Yeah, but that's why there's groups like Mensa where, like, they can all hang out. Oh, God, could you imagine? I've been to a few. A meet and greet. You, I, I think it's a 160, right? Uh, or 140? I think it's, like, 140. What's technically a genius? 140? I don't know. Yeah. I know you. I've been to a few of those meetings, like because I had I had friends that were in them. Okay, and like they weren't as bad as like you think, but they're it's it's yeah, it's not good. Mm. It's not good. Um, what was I going to say about Mensa? I forgot. We'll take a call. Hello, who's this? Perfect. Hello, who's this? Perfect. (laughs) Who's this? Hello. Hello. Yeah. What up? What's up? Florida Stanley. Florida Stanley. What's up? Hey, so I just want I got I got to start off by saying Tampa Terry is extremely lucky I was on hold when he called in. Otherwise, I'd have sniped him again. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Call back Tampa so. Terry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, I'll take care of Gary. Yeah, you know Gary's going to call in on the last show of the, of the year. Yeah, um, we're waiting for it. So, uh, I'm waiting for it. Trust me. So um, I have two things for you. Yeah. Um, backing up on the cell phone thing. So me and my friends play a game when we go to the bar, and I'm sure everybody's heard of it, but we actually do it. People just talk about it, and we actually do it. There's like six of us, and we all go to the bar, and we'll take all of our phones, and we put the ringers on as loud as they can go, the ringers and the notification volume on as loud as they can go, and then we stack them upside down in the middle of all of us. And the first person that reaches for their phone takes the whole tab, pays for the whole tab. It, that way people we act, can't control like, themselves? No, no, no. Well, it, it's only happened once that somebody actually reached for their phone. It's just because it completely slipped their mind. They weren't even thinking about it. They heard yeah. their notification go off, and they grabbed their phone, and everybody's like, oh. Oh, but I yeah, see. So you, you leave the notifications on so that the phone goes um, off, and then. So, yeah, we can hear it. Yeah, so you can hear your phone going off, and the first person that goes to reach for their phone pays for everyone's bar tabs. Oh, that sucks, especially if the phone calls, like, your wife has just been hit. You know, there's been a hit and, and well, run, or and your wife's dead. We, it's like, I still got to pay. <laughs> Oh. And we turn our phones upside down so you can't see like a little notification. Ah, right, right. So all the phones are upside down, ringers fucking on, and they're stacked Ricky. on top of each other. Customized fucking ringers, anyway. <laughs> um, the other, the other quick thing I had was Blitz, when you guys were talking about the the Rivian and uh, Ford uh, backing out. Was Lummy able to figure out why that Ford backed out, or did you guys just find out that? That's so what here's did? what I, I didn't look into, it, but here's what I think happened. I think Ford backed out of a deal to like have one of them produce a vehicle or something or other i think they're still going to going forward with building a plant okay so i know why they backed out because i got an email from ford two days ago so earlier earlier this year ford um gave out the pre-orders for the new 2022 lightning the they're all Correct. electric f-150 yeah so i ordered one um and so they sent me the email, congratulations, blah, blah. So my, my local Ford dealership has been calling me once a month just to keep in contact mm-hmm. you know, with the updates. So two weeks ago, Ford emails everyone that ordered one. They sold 200,000 pre-orders for the Lightning. And then two weeks ago, Ford came out and said, well, we only have the resources to build 80,000 of them. Right. And then they came out like the next day and said, well, we're going to try and double that, but we, don't, we still don't know what's going to happen. So like, even if they do double it, which isn't going to happen, even if they do double it, now you've got 40,000 people that pre-ordered a truck that aren't going to get it. And well, that's why they I mean, e- look, the Rivian, because they, they, they can't build this, their own trucks. Even if they start building this plant, it's not going to be done for, like, a few years. Well, I know, but they're talking about, they were talking about going in with Rivian because Rivian's all electric. Ford can't even build their own electric trucks, so they're not going to go in with another electric trunk company if they can't even build their own. 
Right. No, I know. But I, that just now. Now I'm. You know, I'm. I might not even get a new truck for next year. Wow. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna sell two hundred thousand trucks. Ah, we can only build eighty thousand of them. Yeah, that's that's good. That's nice. Yeah, way to go, Ford. Hmm. Anyway. Ah. All right. Um, cool. So, yeah, fuck Campus Harry, and I'll be waiting for you, Gary. Come on. All right. Thanks, Florida Stanley. Have a good one. All right. Last call for now. Who's this? Hey, this is Gary. Oh, Oh, hi, Gary. What's up, Gary? To all you guys who can't keep up with technology, yeah, I'll stay off your lawn, you bunch of old buggers. Did you say old boogers? Buggers. 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 Okay. And, And to the guys in chat who can't take the opposite, uh, side of the, Listen to the opposite side. You can oh, go. Florida Stanley, 10,000 no. bits. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Merry Christmas, Gary. 10,000 bits. Bye-bye, Gary, from the real Florida Stanley. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Yep. We'll be back after a few words and some pussy caper. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba.
passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to the program. 
Thank you for sticking with us. We'll be here for about another half an hour, and then it's time for me to go home mm-hmm. and take a Nizap. I've just been so bad with fucking sleeping, man. <laughs> I, I just, I have no no discipline whatsoever. I'm pretty disciplined in every other arena of my life, but when it comes to sleep, it's just the fucking worst. So yeah. I need to go take a nap, and we're going to be back tonight. Uh, for those that are just tuning in, we're going to be back tonight for a bubble 199 from 8 to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. I got myself a playlist. It's awesome. going to be awesome. It's going to be good. And um, and then I'm off to California, so I won't be near Mike for, for two whole weeks. I remember last year when I came back, I was fucking like busting at the seams to get back. Oh, and you weren't even gone that long. No. Probably even, I, I think maybe even like just maybe it was eight days or something. Yeah. Maybe nine. I don't know. But was yeah. It, oh, that was long. Yeah, I guess it was Yeah, long. I think this one's going to be even longer. Was that the so. one? Yeah, because you were at the airport watching me and Bubba and you're like, oh, I can't wait to I get know. back. I know. I was like, can't wait back. Granted, that's when I was sitting next to Bubba behind that autistic toddler. Oh, that's right. And he was like fucking, scr- like just, scr- and the yeah. mom's not freaking out. I'm like, now I know how to you, put them in a chokehold. That's hold, right, because so. we were live and you were texting me like, uh, like what was going on. I'm like, yeah. I can't say that. I know. I'm like, this isn't, <laughs> I need to come back immediately. Someone have me back now. Um, hello, who is this? Hey, what's up, guys? It's Brandon the Quad. What's up, Brandon? Brandon the Quad, we're going to see you in just a couple weeks, man. Yeah, counting down, it's like, it's like, it's like 21 days, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but I, I was thinking that story that you guys were talking about, that girl filed that, filed that thingy on the, on the metaverse. Right. She, she probably just wanted to do that, because she's probably like, in real life, she's a, she's a, she's a fat person, so on the game, she, she can only... Think she's hot, so that's the only time that she, she can file this I, sexual. Oh, I see what, what the shade you're throwing right now. I can. I mean, I mean, actually, I agree with you. Actually, yeah, I, I see that. That's crazy. She's a Karen that wants to complain, but in real life, she can't because she's not getting her ass grabbed in real life. So yeah, she has so, to go on the game to do it. Yeah, it was probably her brother on the game or something. <laughs> but so yeah, go ahead. So like. It's weird that like this is now like a big thing and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you can buy virtual stuff because they've had that game, quote unquote, Second Life for like, I don't know, 10 years or more. And people were buying years. property and stuff. Yeah. Like people were like having virtual sex. Like there was for real people that were meeting through that game uh-huh. and like living a whole life in that game, having sex, getting married. And then like in real life, they really would meet. Um but, like, you could buy and sell things, like, things would be made. And same with, like, even Minecraft. You can buy and sell things with real money, like, with but, real money. But I think it, what's happening now is it's becoming more mainstream. Because, like, cryptocurrency was around for years. And then probably, I would say, 2016 is when I started mm-hmm. seeing it in the news. And that's kind of when I was like, oh, what is what is Bitcoin? What is crypto? Right. You know, but it had been around for what since oh eight, so it's been mm-hmm. around for eight years. But when it hits like a certain level of popularity, then it becomes like pop culture. Then it becomes part of society, and I feel like that's what's happening with metaverse. Even though it's been around, like you said, for second hands. What what is yeah, it called? Second, second life. Second life. Second life has been around for a while. So now we're kind of we're like, oh, what's this new technology? Right. Like, what's this new technology? This mRNA vaccine. It's like, oh, that's been around for two decades. The, the, but we didn't know. Right. The the weird thing is like. You think that it would look better? Mm. It looks like shit. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Sims game. But even like even like they... Fort like even like Fortnite looks yeah. way Has better. better graphics. Yeah. Than... And all I do is sit at home and I don't even play that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're on Pornhub yeah. looking at real life, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah! I'm getting ready. Yeah, I know you are. How, yeah. how excited are you? Uh, I'm so excited. I hope I don't. 
psych myself out. Oh, you oh, won't. You You'll be fine. You, yeah. yeah. It, ha fine. it happens, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Caitlin's cool. She's a cool chick. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think she's going to. My mom's more excited than I am sometimes. I bet she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's telling me we got to get it all shaved up and get it all trimmed up. She said, Good. I'm not going to let you have sex until your balls are sh shaved up. There you go. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's how cool she is. Yeah, she is. Well, cool. I'll be listening to you guys tonight at my buddy's house awesome. on my smartphone soon. So now I can take it around and show everybody. Yeah, cool. Well, Merry Christmas, right. Brandon. Happy, have a good uh, one. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry right, Christmas. See you soon. Bye. 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 See you later. I can't wait to see Brandon. Um. Yeah. He's gonna. He. When is he getting fucked? I think the night. Like the like maybe that Thursday. Is it? Is it okay? It's the Thursday. I think so. Yeah. I. I've been trying to look up. Ugh. I can't. Like that's such a cool thing. <laughs> like, that that he's gonna get fucked. That he's gonna yeah, lose his virginity. What yeah. a way to to bring in the new year, man. Let's eight four three about a thousand bits. Bob oh, thank you. Okay, this is what I was looking 14. for. Thank you. I did want to talk about Pornhub's year in review. They uh, reveal what fans in the U.S. and the U.K. Mm. love watching. It's always kind of fun to see. It's, what people are watching, what people are into. I, no, I have not seen this. Okay. I, I haven't seen one of these in a couple of years, but yeah. for a long time it was mother, sister. Oh, like category wise. Yeah, isn't that what they're talking about? Yeah, they are. They, I mean, they have it, you know, based on uh, the porn stars that people most watch and all that mm. sort of jazz. Uh, Lana Rhodes apparently was the number one searched person. I have no idea who that is. I know who that is because I used to watch Impulsive, which is Logan Paul's podcast, and okay. his main co-host, Mike, Big Mike, okay. his girlfriend for a year and a half or whatever was this Lana Rhodes chick, this okay. former porn star. I, I, I literally have never heard her name. Yeah, and so I was very interested in the dynamic of what it would be like. Now, granted, he's also coming to the table as an ex-like uh, I don't know if he was he was doing heroin, but he was doing like oxys. Mm -hmm. He was doing crack, oh. and so he came to the table and he was like, "Like, who am I to judge someone for their past?" Sort of a thing. What's her name? Lana Rhodes, and she's been on Barstool and stuff. Like, they'll have people come on and they'll, uh, you know, ask them questions and things like that. So I was always very interested in their romance because I'm like, how the fuck does he deal with, you know? He could easily go online and see her getting just fucked by 10 huge black cocks. I'm like, how do you? And he was just like kind of cool with it or just I would say he tolerated it. I don't think he he sought it out. I don't think yeah, he was like into it. I don't. Think but he didn't I've judge her for it. Her. You've never seen her before. I don't think so. Mm. All right. Let's take this. Hello. Who's this? Hey, it's Sam and Largo. Oh, what's Sam up, and Sam? Largo. What's up? Oh, same old, same old. Get ready for the party. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. I was just going to reach out. Uh, what Bub Army's listening. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever you feel is appropriate. Mm -hmm. uh, and to you guys, especially the show and all. And we love you, the, the whole crew. And me and Shane are just saying hey. And awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys. We'll yeah, see you man, in January. Yep. Right on. I'm be waiting for the show to get back full-fledged, back on the third. I know. I'm excited for it too. I'm excited to be excited for it. I'm hoping you have a great trip. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Sam, how do you normally listen to the show? Twitch mostly. Okay. Twitch and YouTube and you know, I look on all the platforms. Okay, cool. I tune in, try to do my part. Absolutely. Plus the K's at the gate. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Sam. All right, Thank you, Sam. Have a good one. Have you a too. good one.
Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I like saying Merry Christmas. I like getting specific with it. Yeah, I don't care. Of course I don't care, but, you know, not everyone celebrates Christmas, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you get that response. But I, Chris, this is all around Christmas. Like, don't you forget it. Jews, this ain't about you, by the way. Just letting you know, Jews, this is not about you. This is not about Kwanzaa. When we say the holidays, it's around Christmas, but we keep it vague because we don't mm-hmm. want to be canceled, because we don't want to be, you know, the white supremacist Nazis, you know. Some of us don't want to Right. Be. Some people like that. Yeah. Not me, but it's all about Christmas, and don't you fucking forget it. Don't you forget the, the, the values, the Judeo-Christian values this country was built on, okay? And These the, puritanical values. I think most people celebrate Christmas and say Christmas in a non-religious way. Yeah, they have a fucking tree in their house. You think that's from the Christians? No, it's from the pagans. We stole. Mm-hmm. We people stole that. Everyone steals everything. Everything is borrowed. I like pegging. You like pegging? Yeah. So that's does wh- Lummy. That's why I have a tree in my house. To peg yourself? Well, yeah. What else are you going to use? That's true. Great point. The ornaments, the things, the stuff. I love it. I the little baby Jesus never hurt anybody. Doesn't bother me. I got a nativity scene that stares at my face every fucking day. And do you think I believe in any of that shit? Hell to the fucking no. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's uh, it, like, can we just, again, I know we did a little bit of a biblical review earlier in the show, but, you know, if, if we're going to dive into it, the story is basically, for those of you who are new to planet Earth, um, Mary, who is apparently Jesus' mother, was raped by God when she was 13. Okay? That's the basis of your... That's your prophet, dude. Oh, I thought she was 15. That's your... No. 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 This is full on. <laughs> Name might as well be Gretch. All right? Oh, my God. I didn't say Mary that. was raped by God when she was 13, and that's that's like the most the holiest of like... When people think about like Jesus and Christmas and Easter, we go... Oh, right. it feels so nice and warm and fuzzy. And we think rape. about she's a fucking. Pr- she was the she was the original me too. Mm-hmm. You know, before there was Harvey Weinstein, there was God. Yeah, see, back in the good old days. Yeah, when they celebrated this shit, right in her sleep, much like Bill Cosby. Do you see what oh. I'm the, the picture I'm painting here, folks? Is really you know, it's not a good one. God is a sexual predator, and he's going to rape you in the metaverse if he hasn't raped you in the real world. So buckle up because it's coming. You're going to have to pay him an NFT or something so that, you know, he stops fucking putting his big old fat cock in your butt. Oh, big old fucking God cock. It's God cock. It's huge and it's going to hurt. And it's going to be really veiny. Relax. God has a veiny cock? Sure does. So, I mean, that's really the the base. That's the origin story of of your religion, folks. Of Jesus Christ. His origin story is that his mother was raped in her sleep when she was 13 by God, by the by, all all knowing, loving mm-hmm. God, you right. know, and and another thing, and I remember Chris Rock wrote about this, and I think it was a message to black people. He's like, you know, you were not originally Christian, <laughs> sort mm-hmm. of a thing, but none of us were originally anything, you know. You think that you see uh, Muslims in Indonesia, you think they were Muslim? No, probably not. So people came in and they said, "Hey, do you want to be Muslim or do you want to de- be dead?" You want to die? Mm-hmm. They go no. They go now. You like Allah? And they go okay. And that's just kind of how things went. It's yeah. And I know white people get a bad rap for it, but I'm I'm telling you, every we everybody did it. Yeah, everybody. That's how kind of history goes. That's kind of like just the nature of uh of conquering. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't say please, thank you. Yeah, please. Can I just have all your shit? 
No, you got to rape, you got to pillage, you got to steal. Mm-hmm. You got to say, convert mine, convert, convert. Yep. convert uh, uh, forcefully, you know, because a lot of times they don't go willingly. You have no. to kind of, so you have you to just take it. You have to beat it into people sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's how you get ahead in life. You can't just sit there idly, please, thank you. You got to throw a few punches. Right. You got to make a few rapes. Mm-hmm. You got to pillage a little bit. It happens. Sometimes you got to choke Get, a bitch out. Listen, be the best. Be, be the best being the worst. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to be the best. Be the best being the, the biggest the biggest dick ever. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. That's how you take over. That's, are we, who is talking about your nice neighbor? No, we're talking about Christopher Columbus. We're talking about Hitler. No, I'm kidding. Okay, this is going in a weird direction. What? I was like, I, no, 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 no. Let's take a call. Thank God. Hello. 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 Hey, it's Carlos. Hi, Carlos. Hey, um, do you read it all anymore? Because you're talking about your Instagram addiction. I found that a Kindle is really good to have. You just put the phone down and read. Or a book. Yeah, a book, dude. I think the last thing I need is you're like, put the phone down and pick up the bigger phone known as your iPad (laughs) and start scrolling on that. And actually, you don't own a Kindle? No. There's nothing on it but books. It's really. I I get the concept. No, I, I cool. I, I do like Kindles, but yeah, just get a fucking. I book. like, I like, I, a lot of people like the the feel and the smell of a book. I'm, I get that. You now, know, if you if you read if you addictive. read a lot, uh, a Kindle is good because you can you know get the fucking Amazon Prime whatever yada yada fucking book club deal. But I I like doing the thing where I go. I got how many pages left? Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, I like you, and I and I hold it in my hand. Finger on it. It's cool because it'll tell you how much is left. You put it on airplane mode, and the battery will last for like weeks and weeks. So it's cool for traveling and all that. I told I you, I have to a weak to... tummy when I'm in the air. I can't be reading. I have oh to. I have to go to God. sleep. She is actually like fucking Wilbur in real life. <laughs> I don't want to get. I'm you like back Ike Instagram. from. I Instagram. have a weak tummy. Oh. If you look at my story, um, there's footage of Anna eating her last chicken nuggy. Well, that's chicken nuggy. It has to be one of those it's beyond. It's pretty awesome. It's got to be a beyond chicken. Story. Okay, I'll check beyond. it out. I have one more question, then I'll yeah. jump off. But Blitz, Blitz, why were you, why'd you get Bubba all mad with ideas of a prank? We are not going to do a prank. You are now. You got yeah, you are now. No. Yeah, and no, he was no. angry. He was, like, really angry. Yeah, he said, fuck those guys. So, yeah. Fuck you. Uh, we're, 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 we're thinking about maybe not letting you guys here. Blitz. All right. A Blitz burial is coming up next. Yeah. I guess. All right. Thank you. I love you guys. Hey, thank, thank you. you for a year of great shows. Oh, thank you so much for everything that you contribute. Your parodies. They're fantastic. We enjoy them Look thoroughly. Seeing y'all soon. All right. Yep. See ya. See you, man. Right, See you, Carlos. Bye-bye. Um, New Year's resolutions. I don't How do them. you feel? Okay. But yeah, go ahead. What do you, what do you, do you, do you like the idea of a fresh start? Cause I love it and I'm not superstitious and not religious. Mm-hmm. I'm not any of that bullshit, but I do like the idea of like a fresh, like clean slate. We got some new goals for the year. I understand it's, it's completely arbitrary. Time is, doesn't even sure. really fucking exist. Whatever you say. Okay. But I do like the concept of like new year. A reset. Yes. Uh-huh. The great reset, but also it's just a way for me to catalog my life. Because, like, I, I feel like the best way that I catalog things are obviously January to December. 
and things that seasonally happen. So I'm like, oh, I remember in March this happened. Oh, you only catalog your life between January and December. Okay, got it. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. But it just, no, in terms of mean. like, I, I'm re- obviously I have a really good memory. But I'm like, oh yeah, I remember Barp was in in January. Yeah, you're, you're d- definitely a time and date. Yeah, and then I'm person. like, oh yeah, co- like springtime. I think COVID, like mm-hmm. of 2021, I got COVID. That was like the big thing. Yep. And then May was my birthday, and then June, you know, whatever this happened, and then July 4th there was a party, and yep. and then, then then you know then my friend came and fucked my other friend, and that was in October. Whatever the case may be, <laughs> Which, that's a true story. But that happened in May also, Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> That was crazy. It's funny when your friend gives you a story that they try to they try to sell you on their new life. They're like, "Hey, I'm not the hoe you remember." And I go, "But I like that hoe. That's why we're friends." Mm-hmm. And they go, "I'm different now." And I go, "Are you? Okay." And then you take them to a party and then they fuck your friend at the party. And oh. then I go, "Hey, what how about you not being a hoe?" And they go, "I'm I'm on vacation." And yeah. then you go, "Oh. So this isn't really you. No, no, no. This is vacation me." Which is the old me, which is who I really am. But when I get home, then I'm going to act right. And it's not even that you're did, acting did, wrong. Did they? I don't know. We'll find out. But it, that, to me, that's that's funny when people... It, 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 and, it, and they don't even decide to recognize the hypocrisy. Because I don't... Here's the thing, and I've said this before. I, I don't mind liars. Mm-hmm. I'm a liar. Mm-hmm. You're a liar. My favorite lie is I'm on my way. I'm not a liar. Not on my way. Everybody lies. It's that's you have to you have to to like yeah. you would you can't survive. You have to be lying to people. You look great. I, I'm interested. I love you. You're, this I, I would like to see you again. We should get together. These are all fucking lies. Mm-hmm. All the t- all the time I'm lying. Oh, the even when I smile I'm lying. I'm like I go I'm not happy. Right. It's great to see you. Mm-hmm. Not happy. But I I can try to make it genuine. I've even studied uh, like the difference between a genuine smile and an artificial one and one that's like contrived, you mm-hmm. know, like one that you pose for. And I'll look at the genuine smile and they'll show the differences like when your eyes smile and I can actually fake a real smile now. Wow. Because, you know, most people just, okay, take a picture and you go, you know, but if you can go. Doesn't that look real? No? Okay. Oh, it's real something, all right. <laughs> I need to work on it. Oh, it's it's real something. I need something. to work on it. But I always tell people my I really I hate I fucking hate hypocrites. I don't you mind go liars. A long way to like sell your lies. Like I study this so that in the future I can lie. Of course, of course. I I read a lot. I study a lot. I'm really interested in human dynamics mm-hmm. and stuff. Usually, here's the thing: like body language used to really interest me. Like I'm like, oh shit, you can really tell. But it's so fucking obvious. And I'm like, how is this even a science? They're like, if the, someone is facing you, then they want to hear what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. If they turn away, they're not interested. I'm like, oh, wow. You the, figured that the, out all on your own? Yeah. The basic stuff is very obvious. Yeah. And then you can kind of go into a little bit you know, more depth. Like, I'll be with someone maybe on a date or something typically, and I'll start looking for things like, okay, have they tried to make tactile contact with mm-hmm. me? Did they the try touch to barrier. touch my sh- shoulder or something? Not yeah. like touch my tits. Like, ob- hey, mm-hmm. obviously not that. But when they try to get cl- try to close the distance, right? I'll look at their pupils. Are they dilated? Does because when they're mm-hmm. dilated, when they may be looking at something that they like, mm-hmm. are they? Do they seem deeply interested or at least feigning deep interest into what I'm saying? Right. Or are they just talking about themselves? Mm-hmm. How many questions are they asking me now? This is all going on in my head while I'm trying to have a conversation. Sure. But anywho, um, but yeah, uh, back to no, hypocrites. You're totally normal. I know. But back to hypocrites. <laughs> they are my, they're the worst type of person because they think that they're not, they don't think that they've committed any crime that they've said is a crime. 
And that's the problem. If, yes. If so, if like, if my friend came and was like, listen, I'm still the hoe, you know, or she even said, I'm not the hoe, you know, and then she fucked, you know, my friend at the party. I would have gone and, and she said, you know what? I'm still that hoe. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, fuck yeah. Yeah, own it. You still that hoe. Yeah, own But it. she's like, well, that was different. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, let's not pretend here because you're really bad. At pre- Most people are really, really bad at pretending. Yes. You know, they're really, really bad at it. They try to sell you on the fact that they've evolved somehow or that they've changed or that something isn't good. But then when they do it, it's okay. They've somehow justified it in their in their brain. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I'm really fucking judgmental. But guess who I judge the most? Yourself. Yeah. All the time. Yep. Like yesterday after the gym, I felt fucking terrible. I didn't want to be there. And then when I left, I felt bad that I didn't really do as much as I could have. Mm -hmm. I go, you talk all the time. About people being lazy, about discipline, that you're fucking on a goggins, like you fucking do shit, and you're right. fucking hardcore. I'm like, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. And that was what I was telling myself the whole way home, and then I just went, fuck it. Uh- and at that point, I just ate a bunch of candy. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I have nothing. I'm going to just eat some candy, get some joy out of that. And I did. Yeah. It was great. That's good sometimes, too. Sometimes you got to let it go, yeah, but we're very hard on ourselves. But at least if someone would have asked me, like, how do you feel about yourself? I would have been like, oh, well, it's different. I would have been like, I suck. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use candy as a coping mechanism tonight right. to make myself feel a little better, mm-hmm. at least even for a brief moment of time. I was actually in bed last night, like around seven ish. I was like, oh, this feels good. Like I could go to sleep right now. Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Get the fuck up and go to the fucking gym. I feel like there's been a lot of those moments for you lately. Am I, is that is that wrong? Because I feel like that is a story that you've told me at yeah. least a few times in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. That you haven't been as motivated, but you will force yourself to go at a certain point. Yeah. Okay. Well, because like things get in the way or like I'll, I'll take a nap, not knowing, like not meaning to take a nap. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, it's late. I'm like, I don't care. Go to the fucking gym. You said you were going to go. Yep. You have to go. And I do go. Yeah, because like, you know, I go there and have like a real workout and fucking like glad I went and get it done. But yeah, it's it's in it's a it's a wonderful tool, but it's also as Bubba would say a triple edged sword because the punishment then is not the gym. The punishment then is your own conscience because you can't sit there and be okay if, with the fact that you didn't go and you said you were going to go right. and you're about to completely obliterate yourself you're going to tear yourself down to the mm-hmm. point where you would rather just go so you don't have to deal with yourself yelling at yourself yeah and breaking yourself down mm-hmm. well, i think I it's, like, gra- it's great for motivation oh yeah truly. i was like look i said i was gonna go i'm gonna fucking go like mm-hmm. whatever yeah uh, but yeah I, w- I was i was bad yesterday and then I, I tried to bamboozle someone into getting me something for free and they did because I, I my dad lives like right by la fitness okay and in years past, because I've had more of a, a close relationship with, I had a, not a relation, like a sexual one, but like a relationship with the guy that, that uh, signed me up at LA Fitness. His name was Matt. He was kind of okay. jacked. He knew, he knew I worked at The Bone. He thought that was cool. Okay. And every time I would go home for uh, winter, he would just be like, listen, I'll get you a pass and you'll mm-hmm. go. Because I, I, I can only go to my gym, but I belong to LA Fitness. So he's like, look, you've been a member for fucking years. Right. Here you go. I'm like, thanks. So I really haven't established a relationship with any of the people that work at LA Fitness because I haven't needed, an, uh, needed mm-hmm. anything from them. Well, I did yesterday. And this girl was trying to tell me that every time I go home and go to the gym, it's going to be $5 to get in. Oof. Which isn't much, but I'm like... Uh, but I'm a member and I'm paying membership fees and I've been a member for since I was 16 because I've always mm. lived near an LA fitness. Mm-hmm. 
I'm very brand loyal. So yeah. if we do the math, uh, that's like 18. Yeah, that's like fucking oh, 27 years. Yeah, I think I got a membership when I was 15 or 16. Um, and it's the same gym I'm about to go back to in, in California. But I I was like, you can't sort like I've literally been a, a mm-hmm. member for two decades. You mm-hmm. can't fucking sort me out. And she kind of and I, I you know, when you can tell someone you can weasel your way into yeah. something. She wasn't steadfast. She was like, well, I, I go, they've done it before. I'm like, if you can, I would really appreciate right. it. She's like, go work out and come meet me back here. I'm mm-hmm. like, All right, sweet. So yeah, we start she, talking. We start yucking it up. She's talking about San Diego. She's like, she's Fijian. So she's like, oh, there's. she's from San Diego. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, there's lots of uh, Fijians there, aren't there? I go, I know there's a lot of Samoans. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Pacific Islanders? Hell yeah. I'm like, guess what? My dad lives right next to where Junior Seo killed himself. She's like, awesome. I'm like, isn't it? And then some other guy started coming in. He starts talking about he played like a... I felt so stupid. He's like, I play for the blank team in in, in San Diego. It was like uh, minor leagues for football and okay. X, not XFL, MML, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, right. Who cares? But we start talking. He's telling me, oh, I went to this place. I went to Coronado. Went. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. That's my place where people kill themselves all the time. Now we're yucking it up. Mm-hmm. Then a third guy comes over. I'm like, fuck. We're just all just it's yucking like a it up. Group sex session. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking about San Diego and how bomb it is. And now I have friends. And then when I left, I I had like a full wave from like the entire staff because now I'm friends with them. Nice. And now I can I can just get whatever I want whenever I want. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works now because uh-huh. I'm a fucking queen of LA Fitness. See, I do what's called pay more and I could use any of the crunch Fuck tennis. that. <laughs> Listen, I may not go to synagogue, but I am still a Jew until <laughs> the day I die. Absolutely. Why, like, why pay? And here's the thing. Not only is it satisfying because you've saved money, but you've worked to save. Like, it means more. So I'm actually, like, really thinking about, like, when I redo my shit, like, to not pay, to do, like, the cheaper one. Because part of why I pay more is you get, like, the fucking hydro massage, whatever. And, and like, have you have you taken advantage of any of that? Uh, Once. But, like, literally, as you sign up to use it. They don't, they don't, they let anybody use it. They don't care if you've, right. a member, if you pay them more or not. Like, the only thing is, I, I'd still use two of the separate gyms, but if I pay less, I don't have to use the other one, like, by my parents' house. Like, I don't have to go there. You just plan better, and then. That's what I'm saying. So, you know I, don't, I, mean? I don't have to go there. And it's funny, because now, like, I almost kind of force myself to go there, because I'm like, I pay more to be able to use multiple gyms. I'm going to use multiple yeah, gyms. that's where they get you. Yeah. That's where they get you. And like, especially with like this buy one, get one free stuff, like at, at Publix, you're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, a buy one, get one free. It's like, yeah, oh, that's chicken chicken nuggets. You don't eat that. Or, you know, whatever it is, yeah. like canned SpaghettiOs, like, oh, buy one, get one free. It's like, yeah, but you would have never bought that in the first place. So they're tricking you. Oh, I And, and so I you think you're I saving don't. money. Wait, I, I mean, I might. But, but you're not saving money. And don't you fucking forget it. Because you know what's cheaper than fucking a BOGO is $0, not buying it at all. Oh, just letting you know, I'm fucking Dave Ramsey, bitch. Buy none, get none. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't want it. Because you're better than that. But no, you're not actually. No, Speaking you're what, fucking. There's not. actually some really good sales at Publix. I need to go to there and get some. Get some. Back. Like the new bogos this week are fucking good. All right, back to New Year's resolutions. We okay. got squirreled. All right. I know you're not a big believer in them. I'm not either. They don't really last, but I do like to have them. And much like, yeah. listen. It, Kevin Hazlett tells me a lot of things, okay? And he said to write, at the beginning of last year, he told me to write down all of my goals mm-hmm. and stick them on my wall. And mm-hmm. they are still fucking there, right in front of my closet. And okay. I see them every fucking day. I would say they've all come to fruition. Really? Yes. Hmm. And in, now I'm sounding like a religious person. God works in mysterious ways. 
it, maybe not in the manifestation that I had want, like thought okay. that they would, but in one yes. form or another. Yes, in one form of another, okay. in some uh, iteration, they have revealed themselves to me. Um, some more directly than others, and I'm I'm very grateful for that. Good. Now, is that just some voodoo Kevin Hazlett shit? Maybe, but when they're kind of staring you in the face every day, mm-hmm. you start maybe talking about it more. But like the guys you watch on YouTube would say the same shit. Like I've heard them say, "Write down your Write goals." Down. And that way you look at them every day. You see, because then once you start looking at it every day, it's not like it just magically manifests. It's just on your mind more. Of course, you start talking about it more. You start wheeling and dealing more. Mm-hmm. You start finding people who maybe have, you know, uh, similar interests as you or whatever and help you get to your goals. And that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of uh, if, if I were to do a year in review and things that have ever really changed, I would say um, uh, COVID. Like I got COVID. That was a big yeah. thing. I was like scared of that. And then I fucking... You know, faced that Chinese bioweapon like a motherfucker. No, I, I did get a little sick. And we talked about the other day on the air that, that you're glad that you got it and got over it versus not having it at all, right? Yeah, absolutely. So am I. Because I know my body can handle it because I'm a yep. bad bitch. Yep. Okay, I'm going to be just fine. And now this uh, Omicron variant everyone's scared of. Bring it ho. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to call my mom after the show. I'm, I'm feeling combative Speaking again. You're going to bring it ho? You said bring it ho. I'm going to call, call my, my mom. mom. <laughs> so what are the rules exactly? And and here's the thing about, you know, shame. I'm about to, you know, talk, not talk shit. But, you know, my mom is, you know, a pretty logical person. Mm-hmm. At least I would like to think so. Sure. And she, you, you can reason with her. But at the end of the day, she is... um. I don't know what the word would be, but she is like a, uh, I don't want to say a slave to authority, but at the end of the day, she, she, I don't want to say she doesn't want to think for herself, mm-hmm. but she goes, listen, that's not my expertise. Okay. I'm not a doctor. Okay. Okay. But you have access to information that doctors have access to. Mm-hmm. So you're basically a doctor. If yeah, you have WebMD, <laughs> you have WebMD, you have Wikipedia, you mm-hmm. know how things work. Yeah. Here's the th- like, and now I used to think that way because you know why it's in, it's kind of like religion. You go, why does this happen? Cause it's God's will. And you go, okay. Like mm-hmm. that's so easy and nice. And you're like, oh, that's so comforting. When you are forced to think for yourself mm-hmm. and beyond the level of like, these doctors aren't gods, they're human beings and they make errors and yep. they're often wrong. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can look at it, it have a room of physicians and they wildly disagree on this on a specific topic mm-hmm. should give you credence to be like okay this isn't black and white this isn't does gravity exist this isn't a question like is the world you know round versus flat this is something that is highly debated by physicians with the same credentials so if the experts can't agree on something then i feel like the onus is then on you to use your best judgment with your tools that you have in your hand which Involve this, a phone or mm-hmm. a computer, and to do your own research and then make the best decision based on what you've found out. Because, again, you could go to another, phys- like her physician is saying the exact opposite of Dan, and he's also a surgeon. Now, he, that guy's a heart surgeon. Dan's a plastic surgeon, right. obviously. There's, but they're both not COVID, like, immunologists or mm-hmm. epidemiologists. They've had to learn things along the way. You, you you hear Dan talking about it all the time. I'm learning new things every day. You saw the stack of papers he had printed out to read. I did. Just for that one guy. He's part of the, uh, the, the, the cool kids club, the think tank, you know? Yeah. 
and and there's doctors in there that probably disagree with one another mm-hmm. and surgeons and so you have to kind of think for yourself so i feel like i'm going to have specific rules just because it makes certain people feel comfortable and that's really the only thing that i care about or that i'm willing to adjust or conform to is like your comfort level right yeah. because and my comfort level, obviously. So what sure. I don't like, I don't, I'm not going to be wearing a mask tomorrow. Like I'll wear a mask if someone asked me, like a flight attendant, like I'll fucking do it. But you have to, right? But also, I was walking around the airport in fucking Houston or wherever I was last time with no mask, and no one, people would look at me, but no one was saying yeah, shit. You'll have one for when they ask. Of course, and when they ask, you'll put it on. Of course. Yeah, I'm this. I'm, I'm of course, yeah. but like I'm not going to be rolling around with a mask. It's so arbitrary. I'm rolling around. I haven't worn a mask in fucking six months, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I have to go to the airport. I have to wear a mask, which is like, all right, I'll do it. It right. makes no sense, but I will do it mm-hmm. to make people feel comfortable if they ask me because they'll get in trouble if they're not seeing and enforcing the law. Right. I don't want to get them in trouble. I get there. They're just the messenger. They don't give a fuck. But, you know, the same thing kind of goes with my mom where it's like, you know, she can go to the grocery store or to a restaurant or something. And they like, can I? Random people. Yeah. You, you don't know people's vaccination status. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's not like Philadelphia where they're checking the, the passport at the door and they won't right. let you in right. or New York or wherever the fuck this is happening. But, you know, so whatever. I'm just going to see where she is, how comfortable she is. Mm-hmm. It's like once I get the PCR test, can I not go to the gym now? Because on and not going to the gym is not good, especially when she's got nothing else going on. If I've got nothing else going on and I can't go to the gym. How about like going outside and going for a run? Because that's a little bit different than going inside of a gym. Yeah, but also I checked the weather. It's a little bit on the chilly side. What's what's chilly? I mean, uh, the the lows were like 39. Oh, that's that's cold. Yeah, I mean, the the high high? like 65 or something. Okay, that's chilly. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I like to be, and also I just like the vibe of a gym. I know you do. And I also, oddly, I like love and hate when I go to this old gym because I've I've been going there since I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And I have like a lot of like bizarre memories there. Uh, Memories where I used to take uh, a hip hop class. With oh. a guy who I thought was really hot, and I'm like, wow, he's like an adult. He's 23. <laughs> His name is Richie, and me and, and my best friend would go take class from Richie. Right. And he was a really good dancer, and he was white, and okay. there were a lot of black people in the class, and I'm like, wow, this guy must be really cool. Yeah, no shit. If the fucking black people think that this guy can dance. Right. This is awesome. Yeah. So I was like, I, and then I remember like doing a lot of drugs and trying to get, you know, serotonin back in my brain and crying at the gym. Like, that was also a moment. And I ran into a girl I used to party with, and she goes, you look like shit. And I remember being on an elliptical crying, and I didn't know why. And she goes, you need to take 5-HTP. And I'm like, and I'll look at the elliptical. That's where I found out what 5-HTP was. Okay. You know? And that's where I remember I found out where Katrina was on a treadmill. You know? What? Katrina. What happened? Like, it was 2005. Okay. The hurricane? No, I know. I just I didn't know if like that was code for another kind oh, of no, drug. Oh no 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 you've no 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 no! I was literally watching the TV and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. Is that a hurricane? Oh shit! Running. What's that spinny cloud looking thing? <laughs> I'm like, oh Katrina, you know. So I just have all these oh, like weird it, memories. That's when it hit the chocolate city. That's Let's the, move on. That's what the mayor called it. A the chocolate. Black, the black mayor called it a chocolate city, and then he later <laughs> said, "Oh, it's like chocolate milk, where you have milk and chocolate together that's mixed up." That was the mayor. Yeah, that's not good. It's not good for the city of uh, New Orleans. You think? Yeah, but sometimes I'll run into people that you know I, I haven't seen since high school, and I go, uh, "What are you doing?" They go, like, I, "Same thing. I've you? been." Uh, 
doing the whole time. Absolutely fucking nothing. I'm like, great. Oh, wow. I don't want to talk about me. I don't want to see you. I'm going to pretend I, I didn't see you. I will hide from you. Mm-hmm. I will hide. But I would go to the mall when the malls were a thing, and I would jump like in the clothes rack. Like, get. <laughs> you pretend like you're a mannequin. You jump up on the fucking Look, little, the little. Don't talk box. to me. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, this isn't this isn't fun trying to catch up to 20 years or something. Yeah. In five minutes. Like, I didn't care about you then. Why would I care about you now? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Oh, Unless me, I, I am at a party, in quotes, and there is lots of alcohol, then mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Right. Please leave me alone. I, I don't want to see you in, in sober life. It's I not could good. be not interested at the store or not interested at the party. There's whichever. a reason I don't have any friends, and it's not me. Oh, yeah. No, it's not you at all. Because you're normal. I'm normal. All right, guys. Bubble 199. Last yep, one tonight, of the on year. Twizich. Twitch. 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. I think I, I got some new music you guys might like or not. Um, either way, I'm sure you'll have an opinion about it oh, and you will great. let me know in chat. But so, if- Grunt, 414, 214. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. And to the rest of you, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, whatever fake holidays you celebrate. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the metaverse. That bitch will be gone next week, but we're still going to have a couple shows next week. You'll so, have so some shows. I will be staying tuned. Um, I'll be watching it from afar, and I'll be heckling you guys in chat. So buckle up. It's oh, going to be fun. I'm going to ban on in chat next week. But in all honesty, thank you guys so much for a great year. Yes. It was a, it was a momentous one for me. I have I've been having a blast. This year, uh, this year's really changed. <laughs> You've changed this past year. I yeah, think. I'm like way more. I'm. I realized. Hold on, cut the music. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I came to a, a, a realization. Um, I am the most wholesome person of all of my friends, and that includes my friends with kids and husbands. They're doing more drugs than me this year. Yes. And I told my friend, she was like, she's like, this person is into this, and this person's been doing that, and this person's mm-hmm. been doing crack. And I'm like, holy shit. I go, friend, I am your most wholesome friend. That mm-hmm. is so fucking sad because I'm the only one that's like single, doesn't have a husband, doesn't have children. Mm-hmm. And look at me. On Saturday morning, your friend who's 40 is waking up hungover because they did too much ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Where was I? I was getting my, my strip test. For the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which I started because right. I'm fucking, I'm wholesome like that and I'm challenging myself and I'm up early on the weekends doing exercise. Who, who to thunk? Mm-hmm. Who to thunk it? It's me, guys. It's me. R- rarely partying, not drinking much. And I know you guys like to think that I'm a cokehead because it's fun and it's on brand or whatever. And do I, do I indulge from time to time? Not recently because I don't, I, I'm scared it all has fentanyl. But if I was sure that it didn't, yeah, from time to time, mm-hmm. I indulge. But you know what I prefer more? Sobriety. What? I know. And let me tell you. Hold on. Cut the music one more time. <laughs> Before I go. Just one more time. I, have, I had a thought that I can't oh, let it go. Oh, no. And um, I, I don't want to give too many uh, details away. Okay. Gotcha. sometimes we can offend people. Uh-huh. You know, the ignorant red, rednecks that listen to the show get upset sometimes. No, they're hicks. Uh, they're too stupid to know the difference. Bunch of ass eaters. Um, they eat ass on four wheelers. That's fine. But you think that some people grow up, like when you talk about young people, you're like, oh, they're so immature. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people stay like that their whole lives. Yeah. Did you know that? Yes. Sometimes age isn't a factor in maturity. 
sometimes people are immature and they just fucking stay that way. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a, that was something that I've learned in the last few years. I'm like, oh, you're petty, fucking immature piece of shit, and you're 49. Yes, that's odd. That's weird that you haven't evolved emotionally. Now, not everybody, and I'm it's, not bragging, not everyone is as emotionally mature as me. And you you laugh. You go, ha, ha, and you're stupid. You always make the baby noises and stuff. Yeah, I'm just fucking shit. I'm, we're fucking around. But right. in reality, I'm an amazing communicator because I've seen a lot of shitty communicators around yep. me, and I saw how they fucking failed. Yep. And I go, okay, you actually have to say what's on your mind and communicate effectively when you're not upset, when you're not angry, mm-hmm. okay? A lot of time, and then you also have to be logical. So even though something may hurt your feelings and you go, wah, that hurts, you go, but I understand why that person had to do what they had to do mm-hmm. because, fuck, they had to do what they had to do. Right. But then sometimes people, they get upset about it. They go, but wah, that I saw something and I hurt my feelings and I don't like it. Why are you hurting my feelings? It's like sometimes just because your feelings are hurt doesn't mean that the other person was in the wrong. Correct. Sometimes you just have to own your emotions and, and sometimes that actually, actually not sometimes, all of the times, once you become aware of the emotion, it really has less power over you. Mm-hmm. I got that on my Waking Up podcast this morning. So thank you, Sam Harris. That's not even original fucking thought from my brain. But it's true, though, because as soon as you start to realize you're like, I'm getting angry. If you go, I wonder why I'm getting angry. And you think about and it. And you go, oh, I'm angry because, you know, this person started whatever doing this, whatever. They dated this person. And you get and you realize, oh, that's why I'm getting angry. But that's Okay. I'm going to just let that emotion go because I have control over, not over my thoughts, but over mm. the way the way I react to my emotions. Yep. You let that shit go. And that's called being an adult. It's called being a grown up. It's called being mature. And sometimes age doesn't really uh, reflect that. Your age does not really reflect how mature you are. You'd think that there would be a direct correlation between how old you are and how mature you are, but that's not always the case. And I just want people to know that. What? Tell your families on Christmas. Hey, Aunt Barbara, just because you're 65 doesn't mean you know jack shit. You don't. You've been married three times and you've been divorced three times. And that's a real fucking story about my Aunt Barbara. And the problem is you. Yeah. That's what you can tell them. Yeah. So please, Aunt Barbara, please keep your, your dating tips and tricks to yourself because you've had three failed marriages. She might be a good dater. I don't think so. Have a great holiday, guys. We'll see you on the other side. Bubba 199 tonight. Thank you, Blitz, for everything. Absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.